you have time i do i just i don't know like like i've heard gary v talk about this Mm -hmm. he's literally like i'm 40 i have time (laughs) like that's what he like he's saying like i still have plenty of time Welcome back to the Bunker Cast. My name is Stuart Mbloor Laura, and today I am joined by Minecraft content creator and Twitch streamer Mousy116. Hello. Now, how do you actually say it? Because I said Mousy116, but is it like Mousy116? No, it's Mousy116. It's Mousy116. Okay. So I did. I, I said it correctly. Yes. <laughs> All right. So introduce yourself for uh, the listeners if they don't know who you are yet. Um. Well, there's not really much to go off of. Um, you pretty much said it. I stream on Twitch. I'm a variety game gaming streamer, I guess you could call that. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of different games. I don't just stick to one, usually. Um, right. And I do make Minecraft content, and majority of my YouTube channel is Minecraft. Um, but there's other videos on there. Like, I make Dead by Daylight videos, and I post VODs and stuff recently, and I have The Walking Dead and stuff. But, yeah, I'm kind of baseline content creator. So you do have that variety on your YouTube channel, but, you know, I th- like more of your basis, more of your origins is based in Minecraft, right? Yes, you are correct. I guess that's because of like the, the Minecraft roleplay scene that you're involved in, right? Yeah. So um, if you want, I can go like through it, but yeah, like absolutely. I pretty much in college, I got into a group of gamers. I was never really a gamer before, but my program i took broadcast television and my Mm -hmm. program was filled with a lot of people who are they were wanting to do film or they want wanting to do tv essentially create content and a lot of them were gamers and then i ended up really getting into gaming because of them um and at the time i was single and i was living on my own so a lot of my free time if it wasn't out shooting something for school or like occasionally hanging out with friends, I'd be watching YouTube. And I actually got really into um, Sky Does Minecraft and um, all of of them. And I kind of branched off and I was watching Max and Ross. And then I actually came across Corey and I found out that he was like Newscape Pro. And I found out that he was an editor for Sky Does Minecraft. Fun fact, I actually did try to imply to become part of the crew with Sky Does Minecraft and... His um, producer at the time, I believe his name was Jason, if I remember correctly. Um, mm. He, We actually were in contact back and forth, and he was interested in me coming onto the team. But because I'm Canadian, um, it's a little harder with visas and all yeah. that. So it didn't end up panning out. And then I found Corey's channel, and he was doing the Undertale roleplay. And I was like, I've never heard of Undertale in my life before. And I was like, this is actually a really cool game. And then I ended up watching the playthrough for undertale itself and then i saw that he had body acting opportunities so i was like oh sweet i'll try out for that i can do that in my free time i'm 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 about to be off from school in april and this came out in like march or something like that and i was like oh i can like body act for a month and then i can help him all the time then it involved into oh i noticed you only have one female voice actor doing all of the roles yeah do you need help with anything i I'm literally an amateur voice actor. Like I've taken drama classes and I, I feel like I'm pretty good and I have the confidence. So would you take me on? And 
luckily he took me on and that branched off into opportunities and I went to PAX with a couple of his employees and I met up with him at PAX South. Then I met the Burt dude and we became friends and Burt was all about, oh, I want to help you grow your channel. Like, I think that you're great and like, I want, I want to support you essentially. So then I joined Proper Dummies, which is a YouTube channel that he has and we would do role plays on there. Um, hmm. He unfortunately had to stop and I was kind of... I did a, a couple of like small voice acting things here and there, a couple lines for a few people, um, nothing too major. But then um, a friend of mine actually tagged me in one of Pink's, um, Pink Diamond Diva, Lauren's Twitter posts. And I was like, yeah, right. sure. Like I'll put my name out there. I was trying to get into Gizzy Gaza's stuff for a while and I was commenting on his stuff and there was no reply, which is fine like people are busy and they have they pick different people or whatever um mm -hmm. but lauren took a chance on me which is really nice so i get to work for her currently and it's actually been really great and i'm glad i get to be a part of her team right and so that's like is that like volunteer voice acting for the moment for the moment yes it's it's like a okay. improv kind of thing so she right. gave us a character and we have a baseline and we go off of that and we kind of shoot the shit essentially yeah which is um, really fun. I feel like it's way more laid back. And I do like scripted stuff because I can experiment with the different lines and it's not like on the spot, like go, go, go. But the go, go, go is also really fun. And it's it's fun when you have other people to bounce off of, which is really nice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was it was kind of fun for me to get into like improv voice acting, I guess, um, because I myself have also taken acting classes, more specifically improv classes. And so like, I'm, I'm kind of used to doing that kind of stuff. Um, mm -hmm. But the the thing that like, was a big struggle at the beginning was like, the the Minecraft part of it. Like I, I had to uh, figure out, you know, I was nervous about like, moving in the wrong place. Or like, because mm -hmm. you're essentially body acting and voice acting at the same time. Yeah. Um. So it's a it's a whole thing. But yeah, no, it's it's really fun when you have like a group of people who are you know experienced with it and and really fun to to um to go back and forth with. So yeah. yeah. All right. So so then you got into like streaming as well. I don't know how long you've been streaming. Yeah. Um, so when I was working for Corey, I was like, when I was younger, I always wanted to be a youtuber or like a content creator i was making mm -hmm. like haul videos like one cut haul videos like clothing hauls and like right. <laughs> like it wasn't cut i would just upload it and then like i would leave it there for a couple of days and i'm like mm, no i don't like it i don't like it i'm the only one like re-watching it and i like i'm so nitpicky with myself so then i kind of fell off of that for a little bit and then i was when i started working for um newscape pro i actually started my YouTube channel because I was like well I'm really enjoying Minecraft and like Minecraft as well so like maybe I'll do like a couple just off videos with my friends and then because of him and because of Bert like and um a different person that had worked for Corey at the time we were kind of smaller the smaller ones in the group in regards to subscriber base and we were making videos right. together and that was really fun and I would collab with a couple of people that he worked with and then my channel got a huge boost from that um, and then after a while, I was 
not really sure in regards to what kind of content I wanted to make. I still liked doing Minecraft, but the stuff that I was doing was getting really repetitive. Right. And then um, it came around to the time where, unfortunately, with family circumstances, I had to move. And I ended up moving in with my current boyfriend, Ryan, um, and his family. And ever since Ryan and I started dating, he was kind of the one who introduced me to Twitch. He was like, oh, I know you like YouTube and you enjoy making content on YouTube, but like, have you heard of Twitch? And I was like, well, <laughs> yeah, I've seen like Twitch clips and I've haven't really sat down and watched anyone stream. And then he's like, well, I think you should do it. And then it was doing well for a little bit. I was consistent. He was really pushing me to keep going with it. And then after a while, I started networking and trying to get more friends in the community people who understood the grind of the content essentially mm -hmm. um as with my online friends they had always helped me with videos but streaming was a lot more taxing and i can understand where if i'm busy all the time they might not understand but someone like you for instance you understand the busyness and you understand right. that if i'm not available it's probably because i'm creating content somewhere we're taking yeah. a break from creating content because we stream so much. Yeah, like like taking a break for for burnout's sake. Yeah, something. like you'll just yeah. like sit down and go, I need to eat something, I need to watch yeah. something, I need to get my mind off of this. So let's let's go into a little bit of that as well because um, I'm curious as to to how that uh, functions since you you guys you know basically work from the same room essentially as far as like streaming and content related stuff oh it's a it's a nightmare <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's i have tried so many different things i have uh, like i've switched up the way that i put my mic i blast it all the way down to barely be able to pick me up and he still gets picked up in the background but it's it's kind of one of those things where if it if it's for me, I kind of say, whatever, he's going to be there. He's part of the personality. He's part of the fun. Yeah. People like there's consistent viewers that come back that are like, oh, what is Ryan doing? What's he doing today? So like <laughs> they know and they like they can see like at least with my stream angle, they can see his hand. They know he's gaming. He's always gaming. So they understand that if he blurts something out that it's just whatever. The only time that it gets kind of serious is when I'm doing like serious recordings like this like i've had to switch rooms um if i'm doing a recording for uh lauren i ask him to be quiet for the time that we're filming which could be upwards of three hours which i feel bad about but there's mm -hmm. not really much that we can do in regards to office spaces as the house that we're currently in um the only available room could be a basement bedroom but there's a bunch of storage in there for his older brother that's moving in a couple of months. Right. Um, and then his parents have plans for that room. So it's it, it, it kind of sucks. <laughs> and I've talked about mm -hmm. it on stream and stuff like that for anyone who is here for me. Like if they're like someone who watches me, they know that like... <laughs> I complain about it a lot and like I love him don't get me wrong but he word vomits so much and it's just <laughs> he, like you've heard it before he'll literally just yeah. blur out random words and I'm like are you okay like is your brain like so filled 
with things that you just need to like (laughs) (laughs) but like it's it's i've gotten used to it and anyone who doesn't really accept it or accept me or him i kind of just tell them to get lost yeah (laughs) um but it works somehow you guys make it work somehow yeah communication obviously is key gotta tell him about what i'm doing and stuff like that he like came in like two minutes ago and he's like what are you doing and i'm like podcast leave me alone (laughs) and he's like oh okay (laughs) because i forgot to tell him about it but if i had like i because i had an idea to come into a different room so if i had to stay in there then i would have told him about it and i would have been like hey sorry you need to be quiet again (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's the same um, with it's the same with him too though because he doesn't have a right. professional studio somewhat professional studio mic. He has just a headset so I get picked up on his mic way more and he has to mute and he finds it, the annoyance in it. So it's both. We both do it right. to each other kind of. <laughs> so Yeah. But that's good that you guys like find a way to make it work and I'm assuming that like, you know, at some point in the future the goal is to have a some sort of better arrangement oh yes it like at this point if i if we end up moving and i don't have my own office or space to work i'm probably gonna rip my hair out (laughs) because i'm just like i don't know maybe it's just like quarantine and all that going on as well but like i just feel so like trapped in this four by four room (laughs) with Mm -hmm. like one other person who's always in there with me because he's not yeah. working and I'm kind of working. I have like a couple shifts at like a part-time job, but it just kind of, it just kind of, you know, right. gets a little taxing at some point. For sure. And I, I, I just want like, secretly, I also just want like a better background, you know? Like I see all these TikTokers <laughs> yeah. who have like like lights in the background and like shelves displaying like their pop figures and I'm like, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that looks so cute. Yeah. Um, I just got my new PC, obviously. Mm-hmm. So like not having that face cam anymore because I was using my laptop is like rough. Cause that was like the staple for my stream, I think. Like allowing me to express myself mm-hmm. to my camera. Like me, like making faces in the camera, zooming in on my face, reacting to things, you know? Mm-hmm. Are you working on and, getting like a webcam? Um, That's the plan. Okay. But like, you know, I got to put in the extra work this month in order to be able to like, you know, um, get the mic. Get the yeah. mic. <laughs> get the camera. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, so yeah, it, it I'm assuming it's extra stuff because you know i mean everyone is or almost everyone is like you know having to um work from home or or just be at home most of the time um Mm -hmm. due to like the pandemic and stuff but like what what do you do for work like what is your work um well i'm a receptionist at a health center um so essentially i um book patients i obviously do any type of um, exchange of money for the services um but the different types of services that are at the health center are um we have chiropractors physiotherapists massage therapists naturopaths and and we did have acupuncturists but um they had moved away 
So mm-hmm. we we were going to have a new acupuncturist, but they uh, the pandemic hit, so we uh, had to yeah. close for a while mm-hmm. there back in March. Um, but essentially, I like I grab files. I make sure that the practitioners' schedules are in line. I contact patients for um, payment and for reminders of their appointment. Um, I pretty much deal with like patient care in the sense of nothing to do with the actual treatment right so yeah so do you actually go into the place for work i i assume yes so um i go in um currently three times a week tuesday thursday and friday nights um and we're there seeing like taking patients and stuff like that um so yeah there's like it 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 varies because with massage we don't have the patients come into the building until the massage therapist has called them right um and then with everything else we have them come in we screen them they get ready for their appointment we help them if we need to like if the waiting room's busy we direct patients to specific rooms to like sit and wait for the practitioner to come in and see them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after they come out of their appointment, we rebook them. If they need to pay, we collect payment. If they are under um, like insurance, then um, we have someone in the office that bills for them and right. they kind of deal with that end of stuff because <laughs> insurance is fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh okay so i guess you kind of have your stream schedule like based around like work so yeah um um, my stream schedule does vary um mm -hmm. for a while there i was only because of christmas those shifts that i normally would work fell on christmas eve and new year's eve so we were closed um so i was able to stream like pretty much every day for a good couple of hours and now that i have more hours at work i'm obviously having to cut back on streaming um but i still try and have a variety of stream time so that like it kind of accommodates people in this time zone and people in different time zones i do have people who come back who are from like the uk or from australia who like like people from australia enjoy the nighttime streams because it's afternoon for them and then people who are in like the uk enjoy the morning morning streams because it's like dinner time for them Mm -hmm. so there's kind of a balance. I stream like two, two to three mornings a week and two to three nights a week. So is that like a, is that like a set schedule that you have or is it sort of like you announce it like the week of? Um, I usually, if I need to make changes to the stream schedule, I will update it on um, Twitch. So I have like the little Streamlabs countdown thing. Right. Um, so I'll update that every Sunday if, if need be. Um, and then I'll post in my Discord any Twitch updates. Um, I, I used to post all my updates on Twitter, but I was like, well, no, because most of the people in my Discord are from Twitch. So they can come, if they want, they can come to the Discord with the community and they can get the updates there. Which, you, if you join the Discord, I don't know if you saw, but like, you don't have to be in the Discord to get notifications. If you join the Discord, I have it set up where... I have my stream announcements and my going live announcements all there available to see. 
But if you want mm-hmm. to join the Discord further and you want to be a part of the discussion or if you want to like post pictures and post links and stuff like that, then you actually have to like go through the rules and see if you are able to join the Discord because I do have the Discord set to be uh, 15 plus. Right. So there's gotcha. that. Um, but any big Twitch updates, like if I'm canceling a stream, I usually post it on Twitter too, um, just in case. But um, usually going live updates, I kind of keep to the Discord. Or if I'm asking them like, hey, what do you guys want to watch? I'll ask it in the Discord versus on Twitter. Right. Yeah, I, I probably should do that more because I, I think that's a fair point. Like I have a lot of people in my Discord from Twitch you know, who have like come to my stream and, you know, like watched my stream and then they've been like, Hey, do you have a discord? Okay. I'll join there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's usually how they'll join versus like joining through like other forms like YouTube or something. Yeah. You, you stream a lot of different games usually. Um, <laughs> so like I, I'll, I'll watch you play like Stardew or Dead by Daylight or Apex or, um, you know among us i don't know if you're still doing among us but um, um i was having this discussion with um seth the other day um mm-hmm. that among us is always going to be a game that as long as the creator of like the creator who's like producing the content is having fun it will be enticing but it's probably going to be a game like overwatch where only specific people come back to it um it's mm-hmm. still got some life left on it but i everyone is correct it is kind of dying out as a game and people only really watch the big streamers who play it and only really the big streamers play it um i usually only join in among us if it's like a big group of people who are playing um and like streaming it and all that but yeah i think once the new map comes out i might like try it again you know like try to stream it see how it does yeah like it'll definitely get like a it'll it's definitely a game that you can come back to but it's kind of like, oh, well, it's run its popularity course for right now. Right, yeah. Um, um, a lot of my games that I play are very, like, story-based. I'm not, like, Apex is the first, like, first-person shooter that I've, like, really gotten into and I want to continue playing or get better at. Um, every mm-hmm. other game is kind of story-based that I play. Right. So, So what is your favorite game right now, then? Ooh. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm asking you it's a that. a tough question. <laughs> um, I don't like... It, uh, it's so hard. I would have to say yeah. um, The Witcher or Apex. Okay. Before, the, before I started playing The Witcher, it was Slime Rancher. Like, I planned 100% that game. And then I got to, like, 97. And I was like, mm, no. <laughs> I'm going to play other <laughs> games. So... I I have had this like um I don't know what the the right word is but like I've wanted to stream uh story-based games and and it's just I've never found one that one I was like super interested in mm-hmm. or two I felt like wouldn't break the bank, you know? Um because yeah. they cuz you know they're they're I have watched, like, a lot of, you know, different streams of, like, you know, like, Cyberpunk or The Witcher or um, The Last of Us mm-hmm. and different games like that. Um, but, yeah, I've never never streamed 
any anything story based except i will say um summerland i don't know if you've heard of it i don't think so uh it's an indie game on steam that i found on tiktok some dude was like hey i made this game check it out let me know what you think and so um i played it oh wait i think did you didn't you make a tiktok off of it and you were like this is really good game check it out i think i remember i think i liked that tiktok so that i could go back and get that game but i forgot about it (laughs) yeah uh so it's very interesting it's it's like taking you through an entire like lesson on morality like the actual Mm. like it's it's partly educational because it is like it, it it's almost as if you were to take like ethics 101 or something but it's like a very short condensed version of it okay um and it like you know it lets you make decisions as well so that's a neat aspect of it um but i don't know it just kind of blew my mind and um i I really wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was i guess it being like an indie game you had like low expectations for it yeah and and i think that's like the best way to go into a game though yeah for sure so that's the only story-based game that i've played on stream and i had a phenomenal experience with it so i definitely want to do more of those um Um, well another like not it's not really an ethics game but a game that i just recently played i don't know if you were watching me play it but i played firewatch um that's a really good game like i didn't think that i was gonna sound familiar it's like it's about this guy that like goes and he becomes a fire watcher and the only person he has to talk to is like the lookout tower that watches all the other fire watchers and then like he has to go and do things and there's like a mystery that he has to like mm. solve essentially but it's real it's really good it's really pretty game and like the mechanics aren't too weird or too janky or anything but like it's a story game i li- i could literally go through my steam library and just like tell you all the games that you should play yeah because like i'm like this be, one's good this one's good this one's good that would be solid yeah no i'm i feel like i've been recommended that before but i'm, I'm not sure it's an older game so like i feel like not a lot of people i think it's like 2006 2008 maybe around there it was created uh, I'm, I'm not sure but it, it 2016. was 2016 doesn't oh well pff. <laughs> i was way off <laughs> my my con i don't know if you saw my tweet last night my concept of time is like garbage i feel like i'm 23 and i feel like i'm losing my 20s and everyone's like you don't need to do anything like don't worry like you have your time time. you have your entire life i'm like i am 23 i've lost three years of my 20s and i've done nothing with them other than i mean i'm trying to get bigger on like i'm trying to become a content creator obviously i'm putting effort into that but otherwise no progress in life like classic yeah. life goals don't have an apartment don't plan on having kids anytime soon i'm not married like all the like typical goals nowhere to be seen yeah but still you have time i do right? i just i don't know like like i've heard gary v talk about this mm-hmm. he's literally like i'm 40 i have time <laughs> like that's what he like he's saying like i still have I plenty of time I don't know. I'm just right. like a over planner and like, yeah, I get really like, I don't know. I just, I feel like it's like social constructs, but like, oh, if you're in your thirties and you haven't accomplished anything yet, what are you doing with your life? It's like, well, mm-hmm. 
I am going through life at my own freaking pace. Leave me alone. But I'm like, yeah. I don't want to. I don't, like, death scares me, actually. Which is, like, yeah. weird. That Like, when people say they're like, oh, I don't fear death. If I die, I die. I'm like, yeah, but, you, like, you're done. Like, that's it. Like, you're over. Like, yeah. anything that you did in your life that you tried to accomplish, any effort that you put into your life is just wasted. Gone. <laughs> Gone. And mm-hmm. it's like, and we don't know what's going to come out of it. We don't know if there's an afterlife, if there's an ethereal plane, if there's like limbo kind of thing if there if it's just yeah. that's it if it's just darkness you know like we don't have solid evidence for any of it so it's kind of just what you believe and if you believe you're going to be reincarnated if you believe you're going to go to heaven if you believe that you're just going to rot in the ground kind of thing but it's like that's it that's it's over you're yeah. like the doors lit like the window or the it's sorry i'm saying the wrong saying the curtains <laughs> the curtains literally close and then it's just like darkness like, the window closes the window closes uh, <laughs> the curtain closes very very um theater kid-esque of me yeah, yeah the curtains close on your life oh for sure yeah i was a uh um major theater kid so i mm-hmm. totally I took theater oh, all, very through, about this stuff. all through high school. And I was really sad because yeah. in my I switched high schools in grade 12. And grade 12 at my the high school before, they did like a renaissance era. And they literally had like the cool like like wire skirt dresses. Like the big poofy mm. ones. And I wanted to do that so bad. And then my parents were like, we're moving. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. Thank you so much for this. And then I went to a, I went to a different school. And their costume department was garbage. They had Oof. no costumes. And I was like, you guys put too much money in your dang sports. Put some yeah. money in your freaking drama department. Mm-hmm. I was so mad. And I was like, I really wanted to do the Renaissance era. I wanted to talk in a British accent. <laughs> but instead we did monologues. I was like, I did this in grade 10. Like, why do I feel like this is like meh drama? Yeah. You know, I was like, okay. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Bunker Cast. Now, I just wanted to remind you guys that you can support me financially every month on anchor.fm slash the Bunker Cast, and it's as low as a dollar a month. Thank you to the two people that are supporting this podcast already, and I thank you all for listening and hopefully following and leaving a rating on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Anyways, thank you so much, and uh, I'll let you get back to the episode. Just going back to the um, thing you were talking about, about, like, fearing death, right? Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> what a tangent. No, no, no. That was, that was also me as well. Um, <laughs> but, okay, so, like, second, second uh, entrepreneur slash life coach that I'm referencing, um, Jason Capital said something along the lines of, um, you will still have stuff on your to-do list when you die. Like, I hate that. There will I hate st- that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there will still be things on your to-do list when you die. And the sooner that you accept that, um, you will, like, you will be much 
Happy, you won't happier. fear death as much. Yeah, and and like you'll be able to take on the stuff that you want in life just a whole lot more confidently and like you'll just know like it doesn't it doesn't matter i'm just you just have to try your best and like put in mm-hmm. your best effort and like you know try to make your mark as much as possible um because there will still be things that you want to do so it's so that's, weird, that is a wild though, concept because like like i don't know there's a part of me that's like well i don't care to be like this like big person like famous name that like everyone knows me and like inspirational speaker and like stuff like that i just want to do like the things that i want to do and then so this is to reference like you said leaving your mark Mm -hmm. i don't care about leaving a mark on the world because like i said before we're just it's just over it's just done but like it also explains why a lot of people are so mellow like ryan doesn't really have anything that he wants to do currently like he doesn't have like i want to be this and i want to do this and i want to put my effort into this so like maybe that's why he doesn't fear death because he doesn't really have anything on his to-do list or at Hmm. least anything on his to-do list isn't the right time like if he wants to have kids like obviously you have to wait for the right time to have kids and if you want to get married you got to wait for the right moment to ask the question or have that discussion kind of thing so i feel like he doesn't really have anything that like he wants to go i need to do this before i die we're like i'm like i need to do everything before i die (laughs) so i'm like ah i don't know if i could ever come to terms with that (laughs) saying i mean i probably should because i would have more of a ease of mind but you know yeah i feel like (laughs) I feel like it is a little stressful to be like, I have to get all of this done before anything happens, you know? Yeah, like, you could be in a car accident tomorrow and it would just be over, but, like, as far as I know and I am aware, that is not going to be happening, so Mm -hmm. let me do all my stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay, so, uh, really quick, Mm -hmm. uh, this is a segment that I like to call behind the mask and it's uh something a lot of people don't know about you so so what would that be oh god this is the problem I'm like I'm kind of an open book like people can talk to me about anything that they want whether it be like problems or they're like they can literally talk to me about like their sex life and like everything that they've done and i'll be like oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i've done that too or that sounds interesting oh my god like i like you could uh, it's i don't know i don't know anything that's like super secretive well it doesn't have to be super secretive right it could just be a story that happened when you were young that you haven't really mentioned much hmm. um or you know how you got like so for me right um i don't talk about this a lot on stream or really anywhere but i have a scar on my face like next to my eye Mm -hmm. that is literally from me when i was six years old and i slammed the toilet lid on my face oh so (laughs) i have a toilet scar for probably the rest of my life 
I have like I have so many scars. I was like a rambunctious kid. I was a tom girl for sure. Mm-hmm. Or tom boy, I guess you would say. I guess it's tom boy. Yeah. <laughs> tom girl. I only think of embarrassing stories, but I feel like I've told them before. So like I'm like, no, I definitely told someone that before. Like <laughs> I, like there's like so many like drama instances where like I've done something wrong and the whole class laughed at me. Like I have scars and stuff. So I don't know. Um, okay, what's what's what about something that I don't know? Okay, I mean, because because we're relatively. I mean, I've I've only known you for like may, maybe a month or two. Okay. So like, do you want it to be funny? Do you want it to be? <laughs> do you want it that's to be dramatic? Up to you. Whatever, okay. <laughs> whatever you want. I mean, I have weird family passings. I guess you could say. Um, like okay. I don't know if you've ever seen the tattoo on my arm in streams, but and like everyone asks what it says, but it's initials of the people who passed away in my life. Um, mm. So it's my dad, my aunt, and my grandmother. So they're all from the same side of the family, and my mom was an only child, and her mom is dead. Um, so it's literally just like I have a, I have a tiny family. It's my mom, my sister, my stepdad, and my grandfather. That's it. On oh, my grand mm. and my my dad and my aunt were adopted which i didn't find out until my dad's funeral when mm. my grandfather told the story of like how my grandmother like 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 they couldn't conceive kind of thing and i was like you want to tell me this now you want to <laughs> tell me that my dad was adopted now <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm i'm 10 years old <laughs> um but it was really weird it was all natural causes and two of them were like fluke natural causes so my dad passed away when i was nine of a heart attack Mm -hmm. my aunt passed away a couple years like maybe six or seven years later so my grandmother's birthday was in november and my aunt's birthday was in december and my dad's birthday is in January. My grandmother passed away two days after I started, I believe, grade 11, grade 10 or 11. She died because just of old age, which put a lot of stress on my aunt, who then passed away two months later, like, I think maybe five days from my grandmother's birthday. Jeez. To an aneurysm. Yeah. Which is like so weird yeah it's so weird like obviously like i like i feel bad for my grandfather because like he like lost his his entire family and like i know it's sad to think about but i i it's weird it's weird that like oh my dad passed and this is like a really big toll on the family and like we're gonna we're gonna mourn him and we're gonna love him and we're gonna we're gonna move on from this and it's been a couple of years and oh my grandmother's dying of old age. This like really like this really sucks and this is really sad. Two months later. By the way, your aunt's gone now. It's like, what? What is happening? Like I felt so weirded out. I'm like, who's next? What's gonna happen? Like I was so on edge for so long. And like I don't know. It's 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 not a weird fact, but it's something that I find weird. And people like know different parts of the story of like 
like people know that my dad had passed away some people know that he passed away because of a heart attack like they know different things Mm -hmm. but it was like so weird that at least that like little part that like hey two two days back into school your grandmother passes well crap now i have to like i gotta take a week off of school i gotta like try and like help my sister i gotta try and help my mom with all this like i gotta help my grandfather because he has to bury his wife now and like i was like 16 at the time and i felt like all this weight and like pressure on myself to like help everyone around me Mm -hmm. and it was like okay you know this happened she died of old age like she's gone it's a better life we're gonna mourn right here you go mourn someone else as well it's like okay thanks i guess thanks world thanks life it was really it was it was strange it was weird i don't i'm being lighthearted about it because that like that's my coping mechanism is being Mm lighthearted about things but like it was so weird it was obviously traumatic and don't like i don't want anyone coming from me and being like oh you don't care that your family members died I obviously care. I freaking cry. Like, I still cry about my dad every so often. I'll think about, like, oh, I want my dad right now. Like, I mm-hmm. want a, my father figure. But, like, I can't keep dwelling on it. I can't. Right. Like, I have to go forward with it. So, like, making the lighthearted jokes and, like, light making it lighthearted is, like, I guess the easiest way to get through it. And I feel like a lot of people's coping me- mechanism is that as well. Yeah, for sure. I think that's yeah. definitely um, a way that people deal with grief, for sure. Yeah. Um, I see dark humor all over the internet all the time. Yeah. They're like, like they're like talk about they hate themselves or they hurt themselves or whatever. But they're like, they're like, ha ha, and I'm like, ha ha, ha you know. <laughs> but like, I get it. I, yeah. I I I sympathize with them. Yeah. So 2019 and 2020 was very similar. Um, mm-hmm. Well, actually, maybe just 2019, to be honest. So basically what happened uh, in my family was mm-hmm. essentially I lost and I, I lost my adoptive grandmother. Right. OK. And then and then my parents got divorced and then my relationship ended all in the same year. Oh, uh, and then my adoptive grandfather died the next year um, in, in 2020 so like mm. all those happened within, within like a 12 month span yeah yeah so like it was just a whole bunch of crazy and so i had to <laughs> whole bunch of bullshit <laughs> yeah i i had to really process everything and like you know take a lot of time to grieve and and, mm-hmm. and figure all that out and so it's it's crazy when that stuff happens but you know i'm, I'm here and i'm you know, I'm pushing I've, on. I'm pushing on. I've, I've grieved from it, and I'm amazed that I'm still standing in alive. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel that. I I get that. Like, I don't know. Maybe because my dad passed away when I was so young, I kind of had this like mature stance on, I guess, temporary things. I was like I said, I was always on edge of like, who, what's gonna happen next? Who's gonna pass next? Yeah. Like what is my life like what am i doing um so i like i completely i feel like when it comes to death like anyone could talk to me about it and i'd be like oh yeah 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 i I get i get that i completely understand and then 
they'd be like heartbroken and they'd be like, oh my God, this is like, like, I'm like, I can't believe this happened. And then I'd be like, yeah, yeah. And they'd be like, didn't your like family pass away? I'd be like, yeah, they did. <laughs> but it's like, it was like, there was an ex- expectation that was then set. Right. So it, it's bad. It's really bad. But now I always have this expectation of what's the worst. Like, what is the worst possible thing that could happen? Because mm. if it's not death, then it might not be that bad. But I'm still going to think negatively about it. And it's like, like I've gone to therapy and I like completely advise therapy. And if you think therapy is not for you because you went to one person and they were kind of rude or whatever like your therapist story is yeah get a new therapist because i my therapist tried to help me with negative thinking and while i was seeing them it was working but then like in canada you can see it like a therapist if you go through your doctor you can see them for free for a certain amount of sessions so my amount of time ended and i didn't have the money to go back and see a um like a, a therapist that I was like paying for. So I've completely gone right back into it, right. which I feel like a lot of people might do. A lot of people will be like, yeah, I'm doing great. Like it's the same thing as like taking like your antidepressants or your anti-anxiety medication. It's like, oh, I feel great. I feel great right now. I don't need these. It's like, no, you feel great because of those. So you should keep taking those. That's yep. how that works. Yep. You don't take birth control for a week and go, wow, it's really working. My my hormones and my body are all, all regulated. Okay, I can't get pregnant. It's like, <laughs> nope, that's not how. Nope, you take your birth control every day. Take your antidepressants. Take your anxiety medication. Drink water. Eat. Do the things you need to do once a day at least. I definitely related to those like emotions and thoughts that you were talking about. Because like, um, I just got super paranoid all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. I was like, something else has to happen. Like, yeah. like, like what is what the next? next yeah mm-hmm. you're just like waiting to get robbed or 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 like someone to come in your house and kill you or like freaking it, yeah the the sense of paranoia like takes over but at the same time you're like well no i gotta just like let it be mm-hmm. but it's like no the paranoia <laughs> yeah. it's there it's prominent and my mom has like made me a paranoid person at least when it comes to like going outside yeah. In the regards of like, oh, if you if you see a dark car, if you see if you see a van, walk on the other side of the road and make sure you don't listen to music if you're walking home in the dark and always keep your surroundings and like keep your hands on your keys. And I'm like, mom, you are making the world sound so scary. Yeah. Stop. But there's like this sense of paranoia in me that just like I can't shake. Yeah, I ignore it, but that's not good and it's not healthy to ignore it. Yeah, like if I don't hear... I am sorry for your grandparents passing. I know people say that all the time, and trust me, I get that it's annoying, Yeah. but I still wanted to let you know. Like I... True. Like standing in a line and going... People you don't even know shaking your hand going, I... They were a great person. It's like, yeah, I know they were a great person. Who are you? (laughs) (laughs) But like, so I get it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like... I, and I say this to anyone I can, um, in regards to death, because I did have an experience with it at such a young age that I will never know what you are going through, but I am still here for you and I can still try 
to help you as best as I can because I've went through something similar. Right. I've never gone through the same thing. Losing a parent, like if, if you lost your dad and I lost my dad, it's not the same. We lost a parent. That is the same. But your grieving, your thoughts, your emotions are completely different from what happened to me, my thoughts, emotions, and stuff like that. So I never try and be like those people who are like, I'm so sorry for your loss. I completely understand what you're going through. Like, well, it's like, no, you don't know what I'm going through. I'm mm-hmm. going through something completely different. So I try and make sure that people know that I'm like, I understand that fact that it's not the same. Like one of um, my friends recently lost their grandfather and I literally said to them, I was like, I know you probably hear this a lot, but I'm sorry about your grandfather. Um, Like, I hope you're doing okay. And like, if you need someone to chat with or if you just need company, because I feel like sometimes company in regards to just two beings or two souls sitting in a room together can be enough for someone yeah so if like they ever just wanted to sit in a chat and just not say anything i can do that if that helps them like just like watch something together you know even even if they just need like even if they just need the presence of someone else there Mm-hmm. no talking no nothing they can do whatever they want i can do whatever i want just the presence of another person's soul being there i feel like can really help like yeah. i feel like that's why like ryan and i do really like or we kind of do well because if i'm not streaming or something i'm like watching videos sitting on the bed and he's at his computer we don't talk all day but we're mm-hmm. still content with each other because it's just the presence of the other person being there and knowing that they're there. Yeah. We don't have to say an entire word to each other all day, but we know we still love each other and we know that we're still there for each other if we need someone. So I kind of um, try to put that out to other people if they if they need that, if that's something that they want. Definitely. This is this has turned into a pretty uh, morbid <laughs> episode, um, but okay, I think it's important deep. for sure. So deep, yeah, but deep I think... Chats. I think we're just out of time here, but if you want to plug yourself really quick so people will know where to find you. Oh, well, um, I do some, like I said at the beginning, some Minecraft Dead by Daylight, The Walking Dead content over on my YouTube, which is youtube.com slash mousey116. Um, I stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash mousey116, and pretty much all my social media is mousey116, so great <laughs> all right um thank you guys for listening and uh i'll see you guys in the next episode bye